You're listening to Priceless Beauties Podcast. Hey, beautiful, Pamela Price here, makeup and spray tan artist, educator and owner of Priceless Beauty Studio, an international award-winning beauty business. But more importantly, I will be your host and cheerleader on this journey of self-love, self-awareness, and growth. Life didn't come with an instruction manual, and entrepreneurship can be a lonely and scary road at times. I am personally inviting you to join me on this brave adventure together while I chat with women just like you who open up and share their secrets about their business, their inspiration, and their stories. When we empower one another, great things happen. All right, babe, thanks so much for pressing play. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Priceless Beauties podcast, where I have the woman that helps me do life and business better. <laughs> she does the thing that I suck at and she does it really, really well. So welcome, Erin. Thank you so much for joining. Erin is my bookkeeper. So <laughs> I had to have you on today because it is one thing that I truly like honestly get anxiety about. It flusters me. I know I don't do it well. And it's one of the first things that I knew I needed to have help with in my business. So could you share a little just about yourself and how you got started in the whole world of numbers and math and data and all this stuff that I hate? Yeah, absolutely. And you are not alone. There are so many business owners who definitely hate this aspect of it. Um, and that's why we're here. We're here to help them out. So our focus is making sure that you as the business owner are focusing your time in where you want to be in your business, not where you don't want to be. And as I said, most often that is in that financial realm. So um, I have had my own company for 10 years now doing bookkeeping for all kinds of different service industries, but we do have a lot of health practitioners and uh, within our practice repertoire. And before that, I was actually managing dental offices um, doing all of the bookkeeping and staff management and, you know, business running and being that like right hand man to the dentist and the owners of the practices. And I did that for almost 20 years. So, uh, yes, I'm only 30, you know, I'm, I'm super young. <laughs> we won't do those math. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's definitely been uh, a lot of years of bookkeeping, a lot of years of just really helping to see where business owners really need to focus and what matters most in the businesses and where we need to be really paying attention. So mm -hmm. and we'll get into all of that in a second. But what made you make that transition from kind of the dental world, admin world to really niching it down to something specific where because you were doing bookkeeping within that role. So how did you decide to like make that leap and start your own business? Because I actually met you through the BACD where you did a presentation all about bookkeeping. And I remember that very clearly like, oh my God, I have no exactly. idea what she's talking yeah. about. <laughs> Yes. I um, think I need her. <laughs> many years ago, we met for sure for the first time. But yeah, the transition for me came more or less with the knowledge that I didn't have that good work-life balance that I really wanted. Um, I wanted to be home with the kids and not be, you know, doing these crazy commutes. You know, I was, I was working minimum an hour and a half with traffic away from home. Uh, so, you know, I was dropping the kids off in their pajamas, picking them up in their pajamas pretty much from daycare and pretty much straight to bed. So Monday to Friday, I really had no time with my kids. The babysitter daycare was raising them and, and getting all the firsts and all the growth and everything. And I just kind of was like, nah, I'm not, I don't want to do this anymore. 
Um, so I kind of transitioned and the initial business that I started was going to be VA and bookkeeping because I had a lot of the administrative experience and everything. Um, but the bookkeeping was what took off the quickest and what the real need was out there. So did that. And honestly, I've just never, never looked back and, and love the world of entrepreneurship and, uh, helping all the small business owners that we, that we service. So. Yeah. And I know that your business has grown and you've made different shifts as well. And you have people that work for you now too. How do you find like that transition from being like a solopreneur to growing and scaling and having people working for you? Like, what does that look like? I mean, it is key. Um, you know, if we truly want to focus our time where we enjoy as the business owner, we need a team behind us. We need to be able to delegate. We need to either outsource to subcontractors or hire teams in to really help us. I always say, you know, you you get your team members to do the stuff that you really don't enjoy doing or you subcontract out the stuff that you really don't enjoy doing um, so that you can be happy with with the transition that you've made into self, self-employment, entrepreneurship, launching your own business. Um, the last thing we want to do is go through this and be miserable. Right. So uh, for me, it was, you know, I hired my first staff super early on because again, I was losing that work-life balance. And that was the main reason for me starting my business. So when I started having to work evenings or having to work on the weekend, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I started the business to not have to continue doing this. So what do I need to do and change in order to make sure that I do that? So that's when hiring the first staff came into place so that I wasn't having to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. I love that you were super clear on what your vision and your goals were for your business. And I'm sure like, I mean, you, you know, numbers, so I don't know, did it financially make sense or was it like a scary leap for you to bring on that first person? Like you really understand numbers. Me, I'm like, oh sure, bring her on. Like, I have no idea. Is this a good yes. idea? I don't know. I think she'd be helpful, but you really are looking at it in a logical way too. So was that financially a big like leap of faith for you to bring on that new person? And did you see the return? Absolutely. There has been times where like a huge leap of faith happened. So for me, I always, I always started like anybody that I was bringing on was very like, part-time, no guaranteed hours, like we'll transition to where you need to go and, and everything else. But the biggest thing that you learn relatively quickly is that if you have a good sense of what you're hiring somebody for, it allows you to refocus your time on other things. And often it has that new person is very focused on those sales producing activities, which inherently pays their salary or pays their, their, their wages or pays their subcontractor invoice. Right. Um, so when you have a clear vision of what you need that person for, it's scary, but it pays for itself very quickly. And that's what I've, what I found, right. I hired somebody in, they were literally being hired for income producing activities. So as long as they were, were doing the deliverables, they paid their own salary very easily. Yeah, that makes sense. And what about a person who's like, okay, how do they know when it's time to like bring on a new person in their business? I know this isn't necessarily about bookkeeping, but even in terms like of the number side, like, is there like a threshold? Is there like a certain amount of money per month? Or is it more just about signs of like, you know, the work-life balance or is it about how you feel or is it about the numbers? Is it a combination of both? Like, is there a formula that we can follow? Yeah, there is no real formula, so to speak, right? I think everybody's going to be slightly different because their why behind their business is slightly different, right? Yeah. So, you know, that single person who doesn't have a spouse, doesn't have kids, 
doesn't really care to have like a huge social life, they're going to be like, whatever, I'm working 90 hours a week, who cares? Right? Like, (laughs) I'm making all the money, I'm not paying anybody, everything that's coming in is going in my pocket, I'm good. Right. Then there's the other ones of us that are like, okay, either have a partner or have kids or both. And like, that's where our focus is. And our why is to have the flexible schedule to have the the power over being aware of and in control of how much money we're making based on what we're doing, all that kind of stuff. And then also want that work-life balance. So those people are going to probably want to delegate out a little bit sooner. And it's not so much necessarily about the money. It's more about that time life balance, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that was where it was for me. Yeah, for sure. It was taking a bite out of my, my bottom line to be hiring somebody because obviously, you know, let's say you're like for, for, you know, just random numbers, the income that you were producing was $10,000 for those clients. You've now got somebody else managing those clients that was making you 10,000. Well, that's now only going to make you 6,000, say, say you're paying 40% of that to the employee or to the contractor. So yes, your income is going to come down, but how much time are you now saving by not putting the time in to service that $10,000 worth of income, right? Mm -hmm. It might be two additional hours with your family at night. So it's worth losing that $4,000 a month because you've got two hours a night more with your family right? So it's where we want that focus. It's where we put that focus. Also, it also allows you, you know, you're potentially going to give away. Sometimes it's going to be like, you're going to give to whoever you've hired is, you know, the lower hanging fruit, we call it, right? The things that don't make quite as much money. And then now you're going to focus on the higher money making things that make you more money, but take less time. Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot of it, when you are bringing somebody in and you are looking at expand, expanding your team or subcontracting out or delegating, it's really looking at what do I want to get off of my plate? What makes the most sense? And like, where does that all sort of play out? Right. It might be money savings. Sometimes it's just time savings. And for me, that was a big one. It was just the time. Right. Like mm-hmm. getting that time back to be with the kids evenings and weekends where I wasn't having to work. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know like when people are starting to think about, well, who should I hire my business? I knew that the bookkeeper was one of the first people that I had to hire an accountant, a bookkeeper, and I have artists and receptionists. Like those were like still mostly the main people that I have supporting me in my business. But the bookkeeping was really, really big because I never really had a great, I don't think a lot of us unfortunately went through school, especially beauty artists. Like we weren't taught how to read numbers or to do profit margins or to figure out conversions or do spreadsheets or like any, or like to submit that stuff to an accountant or to the government to do taxes. Like we did not learn that. And like, I'm an artist, (laughs) my brain just doesn't work like that. So I knew that even though the bookkeeping wasn't directly bringing me money. I knew that one, it could probably save me money down the road, probably save me money in my taxes, definitely save me time. Cause if I was to have to do it myself, it would take me 10, probably 10 times longer, probably more, Absolutely. <laughs> a very big number longer. Yeah. And I, I probably wouldn't do it right. And I would be very frustrated. I'd feel depleted. I'd lose energy. I would get I would honestly get anxiety. I would maybe even get to the point where I'd be depressed thinking like, I cannot do this. Like I would feel so down on myself and then I wouldn't have the right energy to then 
oh, I'm going to get off my computer and now I have to go be in front of a client face to face for an hour. How is my energy? So it was really just like how it made me feel and my time. Like you said, like what was important to me? I knew this was something that I was not strong at. I always joke that I failed grade 10 math. <laughs> like it just wasn't me. So it amazes me that that all of that stuff is you. Like we're made so uniquely that like that is you and this is me. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And that's exactly it, right? And I mean, you know, we always say is that pe most people open up a business to get into the business of what they're doing, not admin work, not bookkeeping, not tracking expenses and everything else like that, right? You didn't like you got into this business to do the beauty services, to make people feel great about themselves and to, to help in those areas. You had no desire to do the bookkeeping right. and the money and everything else, right? It's important. It's needed in our businesses, but most business owners shouldn't be doing it because just like you just said, the amount of time it takes you to do it versus us doing it is massive. And just, it's not making you anything, right? So the time that you're now taking away from doing that, focusing in other areas of your business, the amount that you're paying us to do it is covered easily because of what you're now focusing your time yeah. on. Yeah, like right? one service a month, and you guys do a lot, you guys are amazing. One service a month will pay for your whole month service that you guys provide for me. So basically, an hour of my time pays for, or something, an hour of my service, I should say, yes. pays for approximately, depends on what we're working on. Sometimes we have different meetings and projects and goals that we're working towards, but the average basic just maintenance of my books is about one service a month. So that Absolutely. is like a no brainer. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. And like you said, like how many, how many hours were you trying to spend on a month before yeah. you subcontracted out Days. and hired a bookkeeper, right? So look at that, right? And no, so now you're one, like that, you said one service a month pays for our services, but yet you freed up your schedule to provide 10 services a yeah. month, right? Yeah. So again, like just that, that conversion is massive and that, that money savings is huge. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, when they first start their business, like, oh, well, I can't afford to hire somebody, but it's like, no girl, you can't afford not to hire Absolutely. somebody. Absolutely. And again, it's just, we always phrase it in more of the, if you're not doing this for this many hours, what would you be doing? Exactly. Right? So if yeah. you're not doing like time it out, right? So anybody who's considering it, take a look at how many hours a month you're spending doing your bookkeeping or how many hours a year. Cause you've procrastinated and you said, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And it's now time to file your taxes and you're now trying to get it all done all at once. Right. Take a look and see how many hours you're spending to do that and then look at, okay, if I had those hours back in my day, what could I do with those hours? Mm -hmm. Hey girl, are you looking for more ways to generate leads in your business? Do you want your ideal clients to find you and book your services as easily as possible? Would you like to save time while still providing essential details that persuade them to choose you? Can you imagine having clients leaving raving reviews, building your business's credibility for you. Maybe you're looking to establish trust before clients even step through your door or try your service. And if you're like me, then you're seeking a streamlined way for them to find and book your services online. If you're nodding along, you are exactly where you need to be. Ready to say yes to your business? 
Google My Business is the number one source we use to generate our leads. And guess what? I've created a free Google My Business training. Claim your spot today. Click the link in my bio to get your free training now. Wait, you're still here? Go get your training. You're missing out on potential clients and sales. And I'd like to say too, that it's not just important that you hire a bookkeeper. It's important that you hire somebody who understands what your needs are. And it's like one reason why I wanted to work with you is because I'm like, I need to like have a meeting once in a while. And I need you to help me look at these numbers because, okay, great. We have a bookkeeping software. I have my VA helping get all the receipts in the right place We're we're getting organized. We have things, you know, separated by income streams. Like we've, we've got all the things, but now I'm like, I need to understand them because it's great that we're doing all these things, but I need a person who understands my business and can and come down to my level and like talk my language and, and explain to me because I know in the past I've had experiences where we had an issue where the our CRM wasn't synced properly to our a bookkeeping software and it literally cost me thousands of dollars come tax time to redo everything and I know it was wrong and then it impacted my banking and then it impacted me applying for a loan and then it impacted me during COVID. It was like a whole snowball effect to uh, still trying to like get things sorted out because of an, a mistake, like a, a one simple mistake that I just didn't know about because I don't know. And so you have to find the right person who actually can is willing to dig into the nitty gritties and understands how your business works and can explain it to you. So that way things can be done properly. Otherwise, it can really cost you time and money and headache down the road. So can you talk about a little bit how you've been able to come kind of into my business specifically? I think other people listening, a lot of beauty pros and um, freelancers that might be watching or listening, how you were able to come in there and just sort of clean things up and help me to sort out the way the numbers go in and run through my business. So that way, they actually make sense for me. It's not just about getting your taxes done at the end of the year, but it was actually about me being able to make decisions in my business and not just like, oh, I guess we should do this or I guess we should do that or I can afford to do this or not or not because I really had no idea what was the hell was going on or even how like how much money we made. And when we ran the number, I was like, oh my God, we made that much money? Yes. <laughs> Where did it go? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the question we all ask. No matter what, what's going on and no matter how well we think we're doing, we're always like, Where is that money? I have no idea. Right. But what, like you sort of touched on, right? Is that so us as a firm are very unique from some other bookkeepers and accountants in that we don't just care about the numbers, right? Like so for my firm, we actually don't do tax filings whatsoever, right? We don't do any of your year-end tax filings. We leave that all to an actual accountant. Um, we work with quite a few, so we can you know refer for, refer people over to them. But we're focused on that day-to-day, the data entry, the income, the expenses. But we also are so focused on you as the business owner understanding those numbers. So yes, we want them to be accurate for like CRA perspective and for tax filing, but we want to go further than that because you as the business owner need to know what's going on in your business. So for example, with yourself, we changed you from all of your income just being in one little line to looking at where is my income coming from every year. So, you know, what percentage is for this service, that service, the other service, right? Instead of how it was previously being done, where it was just every every income line that came in was all just put under services. So at the end of the year, you have no ability to sort of say, okay, service A, B, and C brought in this much income, right? 
what we want to then be able to say is, okay, service A, B, and C brought us in these percentages. Service A cost us this much in contractors or staff or whatever. So for example, for yourself, right? Your wedding services, any of the contractors that you work with that are you're hiring for the wedding services, we want to be able to see exactly how much they are costing you. So at the end of the year, we can look at my wedding services brought in this much income and my contractors directly related to those wedding services cost me this. So therefore I can see I'm making a good spread on this or, hey, you know what? I think I need to up my pricing a little bit or I need to lower my contractor percentage that I'm paying out or whatever that sort of looks at, right? Mm -hmm. So we want to be able to truly see more nitty gritty, we say, right? Like more down to some of the details of where is our income coming from and then where's our expenses going to, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, CRA, the accountant, they don't care right? Income is income, expenses are expenses. They don't care about all those subcategories that we create. But when we are working with you as the business owner, we do care because we want you to be able to see those individual things. Even straight down to, okay, like bank charges, right? You've got your service charges at the bank, the bank charges you, but then you've also got interest. And then you've also got like your credit card fees. So if you accept credit card through Stripe or Square or QuickBooks payment or whatever, we would like to see each of those broken down so that again, you can evaluate, right? Maybe I need to not take credit card quite as much, or maybe I need to look at a different credit card processor who charges a little bit less, that kind of thing. If all of the bank fees are all together, you can't evaluate those things. So we really want to focus on digging down, being more specific to where each of those income and expense lines are. Yeah. And I just felt so empowered when I got this information and shocked even. I was like, oh my God, I never knew. It's wild to really have an understanding. And for me, one thing that was a big like shocker to me is that our bridal made this much, our spray tanning made this much, but actually my, once the expenses were calculated and everything was, you know, all of the things that we spent money on, our, I think it was close to a hundred dollars difference in how much each one actually made. So my profit margins on my spray tanning were huge. And the amount of work that's required on the back end and the energy that it takes to, to do provide spray tanning services for my team who does them as well as myself and everything that's involved is so small compared to my bridal, which is so much work, so much energy. So I'm like, okay, I need to think about how this makes sense. I need to start charging more for my bridal beauty services. And if that means that we don't get as many, that's okay, because we're going to bring in better clients. We're going to do a better job because we're not going to have so much work to do. And we're still going to make money on the bridal, but maybe I should put some more focus over here on the spray tanning. Okay, I'm going to start entering more effort and thinking of ways that I can grow this side of my business or whatever that looks like for any business. But that was just an example for me that was like, whoa, because I'm like, oh, you make so much money doing weddings. It's like, well, actually. Absolutely. And that's exactly it, right? So being able to look at that allows you that empowerment, like you said, of like seeing that, right? Sometimes we're like, we, we think that we're making so much money in this one thing. But then when you do go back and you evaluate how much time, how much stress, how much effort and everything else like that, you're like, really? Like, I'm not making that much money here. This 
you know, income stream over here makes us a ton of money. And like you said, there's such little effort that needs to go into it. So we should focus more over there, right? Mm -hmm. Like let's do some more work over there because like you said, you make a much bigger profit margin on it. Um, And without knowing line by line where all those different income streams are and what the coordinating expense lines are, you would never be able to know that. Mm -hmm. And so you use QuickBooks to help us get all of those things organized. I know there's other softwares, like I think one's called FreshBooks. Um, I'm not the expert, but I know there's a couple different softwares that you can use. Why do you love QuickBooks? Like what's your preference on that particular software for anybody who's like, oh my God, I don't even use a software. Like where should you even begin? And like, why do you think that's like a good option? I'm assuming that's your preference based on what you use with us. Yeah, absolutely. So it's definitely the like the go to, you know, industry standards, so to speak. We have a lot of clients who, you know, like to do some of their own entries, and then we do some of their entries, or it starts off that way. And then as they're growing, they bring us in to do more and more. So QuickBooks is super user friendly, super intuitive. There's also a lot of efficiencies and stuff like that built into QuickBooks that allow us to be able to automate some of the entries that are happening, which obviously keeps the build out, right? So the less, the more automation we can do with the bookkeeping realm, the more time we can either focus on giving you that feedback service a little bit more and spending less time on the actual data entry of things. QuickBooks is also, we always say when you're talking about programs, you get what you pay for, right? So like things like FreshBooks, Wave, things like that, they're a very low cost or no cost service. And so the reporting isn't always as great. If you're registered for HST, the HST reporting isn't always as nice and user-friendly. In cases of audits, sometimes the reports are not as nice to be looking at. QuickBooks is very intuitive as far as those are concerned. The reports that we can pull are super great. And we recommend that accounting program because when we're trying to look at, as I said earlier, is those nitty gritties, those individual lines, and we're looking at what our business is producing, when you're in an accounting software, we can do that much easier than if you're just kind of paper and penning it or Excel, because we can look at month over month, we can do comparative reports, we can look at, you know, November 2023 versus November 2022, or we can look at 2022 as an overall versus 2023. So we can do these comparatives that allow us to really see what the growth has been, to see what's happening, to budget a little bit. So if we're really wanting to see, okay, what is my monthly spend on like my overheads, we can look at every single month individually, side by side to say, okay, here's how much this is, here's how much that is, here's how much you're spending here, there or whatever. If you're just trying to paper and pen it, or you've got Excel going on or whatever, those comparative reports are very, very but I mean, next to impossible to really look at. Yeah. If you're an if you're an extreme Excel wizard, you might be able to do it. But again, it's just not quick and easy, right? And then from like the HST reporting and stuff like that, like there's little chance that you're gonna miss things, right? Mm-hmm. When you're using Excel, it's a very manual process. QuickBooks obviously needs somebody telling it what it's doing, but there's a lot of referencing back. There's the reconciliation process. There's the reviewing things we're not going to miss HST expenses. We're not going to mix up your HST filing. Everything's going to be captured. There's no chance that we're going to miss anything. Um, And everything's going to be accurate and and to compliance is required with the CRA. So, yeah. So just, it's just good. It's just the best one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> it, it's the best one. I, and like I said, it's just, it's, it's the, the most user friendly as well too. Like we've got a lot of clients who just like to go in and pull their own reports, right? Like they don't necessarily, once they're familiar with it and they know what's going on, they're like, you know, you can go in at any point in time and pull that report. You know, you're sitting at home on Friday night and you're like, Hey, what's going on with my books this month? You can jump in. You don't have to worry about sending us an email and waiting for us to reply and everything else like that. Right. You can easily jump in and pull a report and check out what it is that you want to check out at any point in time mm -hmm. um, because it's so user-friendly. Yeah. And like, just like a random thing, but something that I wanted to do for my team at the end of the year, I try to do something creative and like fun with them. And one thing I wanted to do and Hopefully this podcast goes out after so they don't hear it first, but I had an idea of, I guess it's up to me to, to share it first, but I had an idea of kind of doing some different awards. So the artist who essentially accepted the most bookings, so most committed to our team and serving our clients essentially earned the most amount of money. So I thought it would be fun to pull out some of the numbers and not to share like, to, you know, against the other artists or anything, but just kind of reward them in a way by contributing the most to servicing our clients. So QuickBooks was a way that I could just, I emailed Mel, I was like, hey Mel, how can I pull out this person's thing? And she just shot me a quick video record on how to do it. I probably should have known how to do it, but I, I didn't. And I don't try to learn how to use QuickBooks. I let you guys do it. So Absolutely. I just said, hey Mel, how do I do this? And she shot me a quick uh, Loom, I think it was a Loom video and she just showed me, it was so simple. It was just like three buttons to push and boom, it pulled up. So Exactly. So you never know how it could be used in like different ways, not just necessarily crunching numbers or doing budgets, but it could be used in like a multitude of different ways as well. So I thought that was just like a random fun fact for anybody. No, absolutely. That. That's exactly it. Right. And again, it's that user usability, right? Like that super user friendly, easy for you to just jump in and pull it, even though you don't know the finances and you don't understand the bookkeeping and all that kind of stuff, you can still go in and be like, Hey, I can pull a report that's going to show me this information. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also good, like, say, for example, if you are looking to scale your business, maybe you're looking to move from like a mobile service or a residential service, or you're looking to space, or you're moving into a commercial space, or you're upgrading or offering two locations or whatever that next step is for your business. If you don't have your numbers sorted out, it's going to be really, really tricky. So just having all of these things in place helps you to be able to you know, if you need to take out a loan or if you wanted to do anything that requires the bank to see your information, it's like a easy way for you can you to be just pulling out that information nice and quick. So it helps you to just be like super organized as well. Totally. Yeah, no, absolutely. And again, you know, when you talk about like, you know, expanding your services, again, just that knowledge of does it make sense to be trying to expand this service? Right. Mm -hmm. It might not even make sense to expand that service, but it, that's what you feel makes you the most money. But when it really, truly comes down to it, it might not be right. So you might be going and trying to expand a service and open up a storefront, a bricks and mortar with this one service. And you're not going to be greatly successful because you don't have a huge profit margin on that. And it doesn't make you as much money as you thought it did. Right. Yeah. Because what we think isn't necessarily what it is. And again, a lot of it is just that while I spend the most time on this service. So it must make me the most money. Yeah. Right. Like not, that's how we kind of avoid true. it. We're like, I spend, I spend 10 hours. It must be making me the most money. But in reality, yeah. often that's not the case. Yeah. So just right? like being more informed, like about everything, like as a whole in your business about making decisions or all those different elements that we do as business owners, just understanding your numbers is really, really, really great. And I think a lot of people are I, I always was maybe this is a money mindset I grew up with, but I was always scared to like look at my numbers because it overwhelmed me and confused me. 
So I just really needed some support <laughs> and like accountability as well. <laughs> Pamela, upload your receipts. <laughs> so yeah. 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 And again, it's just that empowerment, right? Because as you work with it and you have somebody else helping you with it, you just, you gain knowledge automatically, right? Which often we can't gain on our own, right? You know, we often have clients who come to us and they're like, well, you know, I just set up a new business and I'm trying to read all the rules on the CRA site and everything. And it's mumble jumble to me and I have no idea what any of it means, right? Yeah. So by hiring a professional or consulting with a professional, we can sort of drill that down to you in simple terms to help you understand what it means. Yeah. Right? And, and lose that fear behind the, the finances. Yeah. True, true, true. Any other tips that you want to share for anybody who's like either feeling like either they don't do like they're not using a software at all, or they're maybe new to business and they haven't like even figured out what that looks like. Just any tips for people that are just needing a little bit of help. I'm not sure where to start in terms of like their bookkeeping. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, for me, I always say is like, don't be afraid to reach out to a professional. Most of us do offer low cost or no cost like consultations to help out and just sort of give you some information um, clarify things. Sometimes you're like, I think this is how this works. But you know, I just like to confirm it, that kind of thing. Um, so just reach out to different professionals, get that information. Don't be afraid of it. The fear just ends up, you know, you put it put it off and put it behind. And then it just ends up, you know, piling up and piling up and piling up. And that's the last thing you want because, you know, when we come, when we talk about businesses and things, we want to be on top of things. We want to be on top of our filings, making sure we're not behind on filings and things like that. If we're not behind on filings and we're paying what we owe to CRA, CRA stays out of our pockets and stays out of our lives, right? And the last thing we want is an audit. And the more frequently you're behind on things or not filing and things like that, that's more, you bring up more likelihood of being audited. It's not anything to be fearful of, right? It's, it's empowering as you've said a couple of times, right? Like how much more empowered you feel with your business, just knowing that one, you have a professional helping you out and two, the knowledge that you gained once you had that professional of helping you out and where you were able to truly look at your numbers and, and understand your numbers a little bit more, just how much, how empowering that was for you and what it allows your business to do, right? Yeah. Like the growth that you're able to do before having a bookkeeper versus after having a bookkeeper. Yeah. And having that professional, just what you're able to do just because you have that knowledge and you understand the numbers a little bit more. Yeah. I feel like just makes you like a more legit business. You're like, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> like you're a real business. You're operating, you're treating your business like a business. So if anybody wanted to speak to you or, or ask you questions or um, do you offer consultations? I know you do, but yes. Plug your business, please. If anybody wanted to reach out, you know, if you're listening from, if you're listening in the United States, because I know we have a lot of colleagues and beauty friends of mine that probably are listening from the States, this might not pertain to you. So you definitely want to reach out to somebody who's local in your area. But if you are in Canada, Ontario, and you want to reach out to Erin, please share all of your deets. Yeah, for sure. So we can actually offer services to uh, U.S. companies as well. Oh. Um, so there's no no issues there. Obviously, it's just tax rules are a little bit different, um, but we do have a couple of U.S.-based clients already. Okay, cool. Good to know. So we can definitely help that. I mean, everything we do for the most part is remote services, so we can pretty much service anybody in any sort of geographical area. But yeah, our website is erinroshon.ca, so E R I N. R-O-C-H-O-N dot C-A. All my contact information's on there. So, you know, if you want to send out an email, we definitely do consults, as Pamela said. Um, you know, if you just have a few questions, reach out. Uh, one of the biggest things that I love doing is just making sure that 
small businesses are set up with the right foundation. So calling us doesn't mean you're retaining us, doesn't mean you're using our services. There's absolutely no obligation. Just let us get you off on the right feet and give you some guidance. That's amazing. Thank you so much. And I always ask all of my guests, do you have a, it's not in regards to bookkeeping. It doesn't have to be a quote about bookkeeping, but do you have a favorite quote, affirmation, or like mantra that you're kind of living by right now, whether it's like personally or professionally that you just want to share just as inspiration for anybody listening? I mean, there's so many different ones that are kind of like out there. Um, one of the ones that I do like from a business standpoint is like Richard Branson sort of saying success comes from delegating risk-taking and having a great team, which I think really sort of emphasizes and reiterizes what we've talked about yeah. today. You know, get those subcontract, delegate out some of those tasks, hire that team, because that's where the success truly lies. Yeah. And the so fulfillment we, you know, too, just like you said, just feeling a lot better <laughs> in life. Like we, we got into this business for a reason. So we have to try our best to stay true to what those values really are for each and every absolutely. one of us. Yeah, don't lose that, right? Yeah. And if we lose that, then we lose the passion behind our business, which is the last thing. We right. Want. Exactly. <laughs> it'll, it'll show up in so many different ways if, if we do. Right. So I Correct, appreciate yeah. your time. And I was Absolutely. already making Thank notes. You. I'm like, oh, I need to get her to help me make a budget. <laughs> and <laughs> we have all these things. I'm like, I need to reach Absolutely. out to you and get some shit done. So <laughs> ah, for sure. You know where to find us. For sure. <laughs> okay. Amazing. Thank you so much. And um, if you were driving or, you know, you didn't get a chance to get Aaron's contact information, I'll make sure that I put it in. We'll, we'll post this on YouTube and we'll post this on our podcast platform. So we'll put it in the show notes too. So if you do want to reach out to her, they're truly amazing. Aaron and her team. I don't feel like any question is dumb. And like, sometimes I just have to keep asking and they're always very helpful and just like clear and they'll jump on a video just like this. They'll share their screen. They'll show me everything. I trust you guys. I feel confident sharing my information with you. And I had like a really great experience. I know one of my colleagues um, that I worked with, um, Caroline, um, she's uh, now having services done with you and she has nothing but great things to say as well. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I hope that everybody listening got some great tips. And if you don't have a bookkeeper, I highly recommend that you look into it. Um, or at least like Aaron said, reach out and just make me you are a numbers girl. <laughs> Maybe you just yeah. need a framework to work around and then you can do it yourself. But as long as you have something in place that's working for you, and it helps you to feel informed and make the right decisions and, you know, complying with the laws and all that good stuff, then, then you're in the doing the right thing. So thanks again, Aaron, and I'll send you the link for this once we get it recorded. Wicked. Thank you right. so much. Have a great day. I'll be reaching out to you very soon. That would be amazing. <laughs> Thanks so much. Hey girl, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share a positive five-star review. And as a thank you for your love and energy, my team will send you a free copy of my social media content and goal planner. Please screenshot it and email it to info at priceless-beauty.com so we can get that to you right away. Until next time, let's stay connected on IG. Come say hello at Priceless Beautygram. And don't forget, you are worthy and capable of achieving anything your heart desires.